Alhamdulillah Hamdan kathiran tayyiban mubarakan fih Kama yuhibbu rabbuna wa yarubah Ashadu an la ilaha illa allahu wahdahu la sharika lah Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh Al-Nasihul Amin Allahumma salli ala nabiyina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Wa man tamasika bi sunnatihi ila yawmiddin Thumma amma ba'id Ya ibadullah Bila shakku bila raib We are all in need of purifying our souls from the greatest things that will purify the soul, then bila shak wa bila roi, undoubtedly and without doubt, then it will be the Quran. The Quran. Qala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fi kitabihi al-kirim. Allah jalla wa ala, he says inside of his noble book, لَقَدَ مَنَّ اللَّهُ عَلَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ that Allah has placed a bounty, given a bounty upon those who believe. Ya ibadullah, I beg everyone to pay very close attention and to realize that Allah Jalla wa'ala, He has bestowed upon us a bounty. And it is incumbent that we recognize this fact. Allah Azza wa Jal, He says, when he sent amongst them a messenger from themselves who he recites upon them his ayat he recites upon them the ayat of Allah Azza wa Jal and he purifies them and teaches them the the book and the wisdom. The book and the wisdom. The, the kitab, ay al-Qur'an. Wal-hikmah, he is sunnah. Ay, the sunnah. Naam. Fa'a'adham, waqala shaykh, fudilat al-shaykh, shaykh Abdul Razak, bin shaykh Abdul Muhsin, al-Abbad, al-Badr, hithahumullahu ta'ala. Fa'a'adham, ma tasku bihi al-nafs, Al-Qur'an Al-Kirim So the greatest thing in which the soul it could purify itself by way of and with then it is the Noble Qur'an The Noble Qur'an Huwa kitabu Tazkiyah Huwa kitabu Tazkiyah The Qur'an is the book of Tazkiyah It is a book of purification Wa 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 It is the book of Tazkiyah It is the book it is the book of Tazkiyah, it is the source of the purification. It is the source, it is the spring by way in which the soul is purified. The Qur'an. So whoever wants for his soul purity, whoever is looking to purify their soul, then look for it inside of the book of Allah. Ya Allah. This is something that we have to understand theoretically and we have to put it into practice. So practically we have to benefit from this because as we know, there are those from amongst us who are suffering from ailments, 
suffering from ailments, meaning those vices that they are struggling with, grappling with, trying to get over, so on and so forth, and they're struggling. And perhaps they are looking for treatment for these particular things and whatever they're looking for it in. But the question becomes, have you sought the treatment in the Qur'an? Have you sought for the cure in the Qur'an? Have you sought to purify your soul by clinging and sticking to the Qur'an? And if this is the case, and if this is the case, and if you are truthful in that which you are saying, then the question has to become, when's the last time you read the Qur'an? When's the last time you contemplated over the Qur'an? When's the last time you pondered and you deeply concentrated and contemplated over the ayat of the Qur'an? When is the last time you sought understanding to understand the Qur'an? When is the last time you memorized the Qur'an? When is the last time you acted in accordance with the Qur'an? وَقَارَ إِبْنَ عَبَّاسِ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَ عَنْهُمَا ضَمِنَ اللَّهُ لِمَنَ اتَّبَعَ الْقُرْآنِ أَلَّا يَضِلَّا فِي الدُّنْيَا وَلَا يَشْقَى فِي الْآخِرَةِ إِبْنَ عَبَّاسِ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَ عَنْهُمَا He said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has guaranteed for the one who follows the Qur'an that he will not go astray in this dunya nor will they be unhappy and miserable in the akhirah. They will not go astray here in the dunya, and they will not be miserable in the hereafter. ثُمَّ تَلَعْ And then he recited, فَمَنَ اتَّبَعَ هُدَايَ فَلَا يَضِلُّ وَلَا يَشْقَى Then he recited Allah Ta'ala's statement, and whoever follows my guidance, then they will not go astray, nor will they be sad. They will not go astray, nor will they be miserable, will they be saddened. This is for who? This is for the one who he follows the guidance of the Qur'an. How could we follow the guidance of the Qur'an if we are unfamiliar with the Qur'an? How can we follow and implement the guidance in the Qur'an if we do not read the Qur'an, if we don't study the Qur'an, if we don't contemplate and ponder over the meanings of the Qur'an? How can we put them into practice? How can we follow them? وَقَالَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى And Allah Ta'ala, He says, يَا أَيُّهَا النَّاسِ قَدْ جَاءَتْكُمْ مَوْعِذَةٌ مِّنْ رَبِّكُمْ Allah Ta'ala, He says, O human beings, O human beings, O humanity, verily there has come to you an admonition from your Lord. وَشِفَاءٌ لِمَا فِي صُدُورٌ And there has come a cure for that which ails the chest. There has come a cure for those diseases of the chest, those diseases of the heart. There has come a cure for that which is inside of the chest. And there has come a guidance. There has come a guidance and a mercy for the believers. A guidance and a mercy for the believers. Where is this guidance? Where is this mercy? Where is this cure? Is where? Inside of the Quran. So those things that will ail our souls, those things in which we seek to purify our souls from them, those contaminants that we seek to purify our souls from those contaminants and from those polluting factors, then verily that which will remove these contaminants, that which will cleanse us from these polluting factors, then it is the Qur'an. Qala Imam Ibn Qayyim, rahimahullahu ta'ala, Al-Qur'an huwa shifa al-tam, that the Qur'an, it is the complete cure, min jameer, أدواء القلبية 
that the Quran it is a complete cure from all of the diseases of the heart and of the body. All of the diseases of the heart and of the body. What's the what's what's the cure? The Quran. And it is a cure for those sicknesses, those diseases that affect our dunya and those diseases that affect our akhirah. What is the cure? Where is the cure? It's inside of the Quran. It's inside of the Quran. Ya ibadullah. When we understand and realize this, this should alter, this should change our relationship with the book of Allah Azza wa Jal. There should not go a day except that we read from the Quran. And not just read from the Quran just to purely read it, but that we seek to understand what we are reading. We seek and we look for guidance therein. We looking for that which will mold and shape and, 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 and define our lives. That which will be a guidance for us in every aspect of our lives. So we're reading the Quran in order to understand the Quran, understanding it in order to implement it, the Quran. This is incumbent upon us if we are seeking success, if we are seeking to be from those who are successful, those who will never go astray in this dunya, nor will they find misery in the akhirah. Those who will have their pollutants purified and cleansed from them. Those who will have their sicknesses and diseases treated. By way of what? By way of the Quran. So for those who are concerned with the purification of their souls, then know that from the greatest things and greatest factors that will purify the soul, then undoubtedly it is the Quran. Hada aqulu qawli hada wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa li jami'il muslimin. Fastaghfiru fa innahu huwa al-ghafuru rahim. Bismillah walhamdulillah Assalatu wassalam ala rasulillah wa ba'd Ya ibadullah It is incumbent That we Seriously Sit down And discuss with ourselves What is our relationship to Allah's book It is incumbent that we look What is the relationship of our families To Allah's book and that we understand that the memorization of the Qur'an is not that which is reserved just to the children. How many of the parents make sure that their children are inside of Qur'an programs? And they'll drop them off, get up early, drop them off, pick them up, so on and so forth. It is not just there for the child to memorize, but you also as an adult should be memorizing in circles that are appropriate for your age. Naam, in situations that are appropriate, you too should have a concern for the Qur'an. Every Muslim should have a concern for the Qur'an. But Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala, He says, الَّذِينَ آتَيْنَاهُمُ الْكِتَابِ يَتْلُونَهُ حَقَّ تِلَاوَتِهِ أُولَٰئِكَ يُؤْمِنُونَ بِهِ Allah Ta'ala, He says what it means. And those who we have given them the book, they يَتْلُونَهُ حَقَّ تِلَاوَتِهِ they could be understood, recited as it should be recited. These are the ones who believe in it. Also, it could be understood and is understood, and they are those who follow it the way it should be followed. Naam. 
Both are understood. Both are understood. Both enter into the meaning of what it means. That they they recite it as it should be recited and they follow it as it should be followed. As both of these enters into the meaning. And we see this meaning of following as the other meaning is more apparent. But we see the meaning of following which is also apparent for those who have some background in the Arabic language. But we see this inside of Allah Ta'ala's statement. And by the sun and its radiance. By the sun and its radiance. And by the qamar when it talaha. So talaha here doesn't mean and by the moon when it recites it. No, it means by the moon when it follows it. When it follows it, a the sun. Naam? So we see that this word, it means to also follow. Because this is what is intended, that we follow the Qur'an. So the Shaykh, he mentions that what is intended by this ayah, that those who we had given them the book and they recited as it should be recited, they are the ones who believe in it. Meaning that what this means in general, tilawatul kitabullah. That we have to, yani tilawatul kitabullah. That we have to read the book of Allah. Naam. Haqqa tilawati. As it should be read. We have to follow it as it should be followed. Meaning takunu bi qara'ah. That we have to read it. Wahivdi. And we have to memorize it. Wahfahmi. And we have to understand it. Wahtadabbure. And we have to contemplate and reflect over it. Wahamanu bihi. And we have to act in accordance to it. Kama fassara. Kama fassarahu bithalika. As-sahaba. Just as the Sahaba and the Tabi'un they gave tafsira, this is what it means. Ibn Mas'ud, he mentions so that we understand that it is not just intended that we recite it and memorize it. No. Ibn Mas'ud, he mentioned, he said, that there was never a man from amongst us, that a man from amongst us, when he learned 10 verses of the Qur'an, he will not go beyond that until he knew what they what it meant, what those verses meant, and he acted in accordance to what was in those verses. That as they memorized 10 ayat, they wouldn't go beyond 10 ayat until they know what is the meaning of those ayat, and acted in accordance to the guidance that was found inside of those ayat. So we understand from this that what? That with the Sahaba, it was not the intention nor the goal just to read the Qur'an, nor was it the goal just to read and memorize the Qur'an, but rather it was to what? It was to read, memorize, and act in accordance to the Qur'an. And in order to do that, then one will have to reflect and ponder over the Qur'an. One will have to understand the Qur'an. So all of this is entered into what it means to properly recite the Qur'an, properly follow the Qur'an, that we do this. And to read the Qur'an without understanding its meaning, or without acting in accordance to it, then this will not equate to reciting it in truth. This will not equate to reciting it in truth. As Fudayr ibn Iyad, he mentioned, 
He said, إِنَّمَا نَزَلَ الْقُرْآنِ لِيُعْمَلَ بِهِ He said that the Qur'an has been sent down to act in accordance to it. فَاتَّخَذَ النَّاسُ قِرَاءَتَهُ عَمَلًا But the people have taken his recitation as labor. The people have taken the recitation of the Qur'an and equated it to acting in accordance with the Qur'an. Whereas we know the recitation is something, acting in accordance to it is something else. But if we want to be of those who are truly benefiting from the Qur'an, truly the people of the Qur'an, those who follow the Qur'an as it should be followed, who recite as it should be recited, then we have to be of those who read it, contemplate over it, understand its meaning, act in accordance to it. وَإِذَا أَكْرَمَ اللَّهُ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى The shaykh, he goes on and he mentions, Shaykh Abdul Razak, if Allah Ta'ala has blessed his abd, abdahu bitilawatil Qur'an, if Allah has blessed his slave and given his slave the tawfiq, the success in reciting the Qur'an, وَتَدَبُّرِهِ and reflecting over it, وَمُجَاهَدَةِ النَّفْسِ and fighting his soul in acting in accordance to it then he would have taken from the purification he would have taken from the purification of his soul a tremendous vast expansive outstanding abundant amount of its portion of purification of the soul. So we are truly concerned with purifying our souls, then know beyond a shadow of a doubt that the purification of the soul will come when one is compliant to the guidance of the Quran. And in order to be compliant to the guidance of the Quran, then we have to have a serious daily relationship with the Quran so that on a daily basis, we read from it, we seek to understand what we are reading, we contemplate over the meanings that are contained therein, so that we may implement and apply that in our day-to-day -day life. So, Ya Ibadullah, as we struggle here as Muslims here in this world, as we struggle as Muslims in this world with our day-to-day, -day, then knowing to understand that that which will help you, that which will aid you, rather that which will give you success, in this day and every day, that which will give you success in this world and in the next will be the Qur'an. So stick to it, cling on to it, benefit from it, adorn your life with the guidance of the Qur'an and the Sunnah of the Prophet wasallam. because the Sunnah to fasir al-Qur'an, because the Sunnah gives explanation to the Qur'an. Hada faqimu salah.